Hello, 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 and welcome to the next episode of the Shane Walsh Podcast. So before I go into today's episode, I am delighted to announce that the next intake of the Female Fat Loss Program is now open. So the next intake is starting on the 4th of September, 2023. So this is going to be the biggest intake. This is going to be bigger and better than ever. I've got a new coach to come in and help me as well. So this is perfect for someone if you've tried every diet under the sun, whether it comes from keto, intermittent fasting, someone that you may be very skeptical about the fitness industry. You might have been scammed out of certain clubs. You believe in sins. But the one thing that I would say about this program is it's actually been, been designed by previous clients. And if you're trying to get away from that yo-yo dieting background, trying to get away from that diet starts Monday cycle, this is the perfect thing for you. So what this program is, is a six week program. You'll get weekly check-ins with myself. You will get tailored program with videos. So you've got an option of home workouts uh, that you've got an option of a three day home workout program with videos. You've got an option of a four day gym program with videos, or you've got an option of three day gym program with videos. You can do your own training if you wish but those programs are provided to you you've got tailored calories and macros that are perfectly set for you based off your activity and your needs and your age you have got recipe books which are perfect the brownies in their class you've got a facebook group which is a perfect place for support weekly lives are in there every tuesday and then you've got personalized weekly check-ins with myself so it's it's an amazing program and i would say the last one in April and I haven't run it for April since April because I wanted to make it even bigger and better and I wanted to make sure that it was going to be bigger and better I want to improve things as it grows I'm not just going to stagnate and not let the program grow into what it wants to be so the price of the program for six weeks is very very cheap it is 99 euro so if you're looking for kind of if you're on a budget or you're looking for a lower barrier entry into a program 99 euro you're not going to get it lower the normal price is 149 euro so that will be going up in the next week or so that to, to full price so if you're interested in doing that i wouldn't wait around so if you're interested in working with me in the female fat loss program click on the link in the show notes book your place before it sells out because the last one sold out in a very short space of time and i wouldn't wait around so the biggest thing that i would say is it's not going to be a sin in sight you're just going to get results and pretty relationship with food learn how to train around your cycle, learn about perimenopause, PCOS, endometriosis, all these various different things, and you'll get the results you're looking for. So if you're interested in working with me, click on the link in the show notes and we'll book your space. And we'll see you on the 4th of September. Hello, 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 and welcome to the next episode of the Shane Walsh Podcast. So today's episode is one that I think a lot of people are gonna resonate with. Well, I hope a lot of people are gonna resonate with. So. First of all, I want to apologize for the noise. As soon as I started press record, and it's the third time I press record, the person outside has decided to turn on the lawnmower or or the air blower or something. And it is quite a, it's not, hopefully the microphone hasn't picked it up. So the joys of running a podcast, but I only have this amount of time to record the podcast this week to get it out. So the big thing that I'm going to talk about today is weight loss, the fear of failure and feeling like a failure. And I think a lot of people can have would have felt like this in the past and would feel like this now, unfortunately. And I think 
weight loss is a lot more than just a physical journey and it is have a lot of a deep deep psychological journey there's fear of failing and that's some of the language that you can use around that is falling off the wagon i'm not losing weight quick enough not losing enough weight in general afraid of putting it back on afraid of losing control and a really really common barrier to a health or fitness journey is is fear of failure and especially if you try multiple times we can often let we can often let past attempts direct our efforts and the first step that you need to bring in is you need to learn to acknowledge those fears that you have and then you can make a plan in place and that helps you to navigate those around things so like Weight loss is really, really complicated. Like it's easy as calories in, calories out, or eat less, move more. Like they're they're sentences that everyone says. There's a lot more to it because yes, it's easy in as a narrative of calories in, calories out. If you let eat less calories than your body needs over a consistent amount of time, you'll lose weight. If your body consumes more calories than you need over a consistent amount of time, you're going to gain weight. Yes, that is the ideology, but that has been rammed down our throats for a very, very long time. But the bit that maybe hasn't, and maybe is starting to change, is the psychological barriers, the emotional attachment to things, the belief systems, the habits. Those things often don't get addressed with any of the approaches that most people have ever done. Weight loss comes in highs, lows, and everything in between. You feel great when you see the weight go down. You feel really low when the weight goes up. And it can be really easy to assume that it's just a physical journey. But it is a mental journey too. And if you've lost weight before and you've put it back on further down the line, you're going you're gonna to feel a lot of the things that I'm about to say. And you're going to feel, feel familiar with this cycle and the emotions that come with it. It can be an emotional roller coaster. It can be disheartening. It can make you fearful of trying again. For many, many reasons. But the first thing I want to say is that you're not alone. And fear of failure is completely normal. And I think there's some research even saying it's like 79% of people say that their biggest fear is failing. And when it's linked to the emotions of weight gain or weight loss, that fear can be all-encompassing, can take over a lot of brain power. And a lot of my clients have tried multiple times and more times than they probably want to admit of trying to lose weight. Some arrive ready, some arrive wearing to go, some people need a little bit more work on their behaviours, their habits, dropping the need to lose weight and the desire and putting so much pressure on themselves. And then others need to work on the relationship with food before they're ready. Some people need to understand stories that believe around themselves like, I am the fat person in the group. This is what I identify as. And identity is a big thing. So we need to look at what, what you mean and what we talk about. And it's it's understanding and normalizing this fear of failure. And something that I've thought about recently, and I had this conversation with, with a new client that came in this morning. And we were talking about failing. And I had this, I put on a little, when I'm out for my walks and stuff like that, I've got either earbuds or just my phone in my pocket or sometimes I go, don't go with my phone and I had this thought of when I was out for a walk 
and that thought was about the fear of failing that's why i've kind of talked about this episode and sometimes this may be annoying for people but this is something that i haven't really thought through but i'll tell it with you anyway but thinking that you won't fail is arrogance and that arrogance stops you from trying where you want to go therefore you're already failing in a way so that fear of not achieving your goal or fear of even not trying can feel like failure already because we get so overwhelmed we feel so pressured into looking or feet needing to weigh a certain amount or feeling a certain amount that we we get overwhelmed and we don't start and pretty much everyone that i know has experienced the fear of failure at some start or some new endeavor but fear and, ex- and exhilaration tend to go hand in hand for some people the fear of over of failure can be so overwhelming that it makes them people just stop in their tracks or not not start at all and in its most extreme form fear of failure is known as this an irrational persistent fear of failing and ranges from mild to extreme and it can make it almost impossible to carry on with your daily activities whether it be at home work or out and about and it can also be associated with anxiety depression and perfectionism all these things are in place and that can be thought as a way of being if you look back at your upbringing it can be brought in from your critical upbringing it can be looked at what your personal definition of failure is it can be brought up from grief or trauma and it can be like sweating it could be rapid heart rate intense panic feeling powerless feeling like you're not in control and everyone will experience their fears differently and it's entirely personal but the result outcome remains the same potential missed opportunities and the inability to set goals and this mental block can really feel like a big one and this is the reason why so many of us revert to revert back to our comfort zone after we invert a comma slip up and one of the sentences that a lot of people would say is it would be better to start with without trying than try and fail because we can't control the outcome when it comes to weight loss and weight gain whatever your goal is we can't control the outcome so what do i mean by that is if you think of it when you're in school you study for this long you study for this exam you know that if you study decent and you're going to class and stuff you'll get the outcome you'll get the grade you deserve when you're at work you'll start the job you'll work for this amount of years hopefully you'll get a promotion that means you'll go up in a certain amount of money and you'll be able to control the outcome but with weight loss nutrition eating healthy eating eating behaviors there's a lot less concrete versions around it so we can't control the the concrete outcome we can control some of our behaviors but we can't control the outcome so there's no definitive outcome so we could be trying our hardest we could be doing everything possible and then after one or two weeks the scales will go up and down and that will be the feedback that this hasn't worked but maybe it has worked maybe it's your menstrual cycle maybe if you look at your adherence has your adherence been 70 or 80 percent have you done everything possible by going for your walks if you have look at what stage your menstrual cycle you're at maybe it's that you've reduced your steps maybe you've got a little bit more bloating maybe you haven't gone to the bathroom and if this whole sentence of it will be better to start without trying than try and fail and if that sounds familiar this could be your fear of failure talking it could be an almost self-inflicted handicap as an act of sabotage fueled by fear of failing 
in which the individual in intentionally fails from the outset. And this avoidance of trying to this of this avoidance of trying for some people can be really viewed as a way to protect yourself from difficult emotions such as disappointment, regret, sadness. And in a weight loss journey, those three things are really, really intertwined. You're changing the way you eat, moving more, and maybe generally trying to rebuild some of your habits. The anxiety of potential failure is very, very real around this. And it's really, really important to remember that while giving up can act as an escape route, that relief gives us at first, it can lead to more unhappiness. And that is until you reframe your thinking and separate mistakes from failures. Absolutely every single person on this earth makes mistakes or slip-ups. Whether that's eating something you're trying to avoid, which I wouldn't encourage, or you're choosing to watch TV rather than going for a walk or staying up late instead of going to bed. We're all human. And perfection can be avoidance of what we need to do. Perfection can be the inability to accept that you're actually human. And we need to give our body the, the care and the best version of what we can and give it the care that we need. And more important, when people say I'm gone off track or on track, that language really isn't useful because it's it's putting a phrase to it one, but it's almost like putting it up on a pedestal saying this is okay. It's, it's kind of worshipping that language. And what happens, what an awful lot of people is, they think this weight loss journey is going to be a straight line of progress. Or they're going to, every day is going to be a good day. Or every day is going to be straight plan. Nothing is going to rise up. Now that doesn't happen if you've got kids, one. But the days that you're having lower days are the days you learn lower about more about yourself. They're the days that are going to really matter because good days are few and far between for most people and days that are perfectly planned out, go to everything according to what you want to do, they are few and far between. The days that don't go according to what you set out to do, most people don't have a structure in place, most people anyway, but the people that do have the structure know how to know how to kind of get their heads around when days don't go according to plan. Maybe they end up skipping lunch because a work because a work meeting ran over. So what can they do? Okay, I'm gonna grab a sandwich as soon as I get out of that meeting so I still have something. Or they forgot their lunch and that's why they get the sandwich. Or they, they work late that evening. Okay, well, I have something in the freezer that I cooked about a week ago, so I'm going to cook that. So they have a plan A or a plan B. They have different options. But when, pe when people don't have a plan or a structure, that could be a sabotage element too. Because I know that the people who I see are more efficient, the ones that are getting the results, the changes in their mindset, are the ones that are giving in to that whole having a plan or a structure. I'm not saying having to, a lot of people think that having a plan or structure means you have to have plan every single meal and there's no leeway. You can't eat on plan, off plan. You can't have meals out. That's not what it is. It's bringing some sort of like, if you have a food shop in and having a rough idea of what some of the meals you're going to be having for the week, that's a lot further along the line than just not wing it, than, than just winging it. But this kind of getting back on track thing, it's an act of recovery really that you will need, that will lead you to where you want to go, will create success for you because every try you're learning something new about yourself. If you learn about maybe you didn't reset after a night out. So what did you learn about yourself? I learned that when I get very, very tired, I go back into old habits really, really quickly. So the next time it happens, what can we do? Well, I'm just going to do, what's the one thing, one sentence that helps me 
when I'm really, really tired or haven't slept properly or I've had a late weekend, like this weekend when I've been gone out for a stag, what helps me is what's the one thing I can do this Sunday? And the one thing that I'll always do is I'll get a food shop in. That sets me up. Now, that might sound minimal, but it helps me. And then what happens is once you get the food shop in, you're like, oh, I might as well go for a walk now that before I sit down again. Because I'm up and about. I've already ticked one thing off. So I already won the day. It gets that momentum. It gets that motivation going. And you start to believe in yourself. It creates new behaviors. So what's the one thing you can do today that's going to get you bring you closer to your goal? There are other fear barriers to weight loss. And it's not just failure that can make starting or returning to a weight loss journey really, really difficult. You might be nervous of changing your identity, losing motivation along the way. And those feelings of guilt that tend to follow that as well. And perhaps food is a really essential social and emotional part of your life. And losing this comfort and distraction can be really, really daunting and really, really scary for people. Or maybe you're feeling fearful or you're feeling embarrassed. Maybe you're embarrassed of exercising in public, joining a gym for the first time, turning down food offered to you by family and friends. Maybe you've been invited, you're inviting comments from people. These are all common feelings brought on by trying new things. But I can address these all by going by one by one. The people that you think are caring about you, what you look like in the gym, what you're doing in the gym, I can assure you they don't. From my experience, the people that we put up on the pedestals in the gym are the ones that will talk to you. They'll take their headphones off for, for beginners and actually help some people. When you're being invited by family and friends, they may say some things to you. But that doesn't mean they're not. it's not coming from a place of love. They just may not be able to say it in the way they want but also they may be putting their own pushing their own insecurities about how they feel on, on about themselves onto you which isn't fair but you also might be feel, you might also might be welcoming more comments about how you look and feel from other people and that's you you can't control that and often what happens when we have this identity of that I'm the fat person or I'm the yo-yo dieter or I'm an emotional leader what often happens is our actions match up to what that identity. So we behave in that outcome because we're fear of controlling what other people think. Oh, I'm this person in my group, so I'm going to act like this to fit in. I don't want to disrupt the, 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 the scale element in the group. I don't want to disrupt the ecosystem in the group. And the aim of what I've just kind of said isn't to add to your concerns. Instead, I want you to realize that the fears and emotions you have or may have about weight loss are all completely normal. Each and every one of these fears can act as a mental roadblock and they can prevent you from making healthy healthy lifestyle changes. And the first step of moving past them is to become aware of them. I've spoken about awareness so much this week. If we're not aware of why we do something, it's going to be very hard to change it. It's like when you've got a leak in the house. If you don't know where that leak in the house is, you won't be able to to change it. But by acknowledging our fears, we can start making a plan to work through them rather than allowing them to bring us to a stop. So some of the tips that I have here are for tips for trying again. And one of the things I talk about is changing habits, behaviors, belief system. And it is challenging and we can easily, easily feel discouraged. And you can do it. Just because you didn't, it didn't work before doesn't mean you shouldn't try again. Look at your approach. What was the common thing that you that the, the, the last attempt that you have and every other attempt is? Probably a restriction, taking out a food group, 
probably on plan off plan didn't teach you how to manage weekends didn't encourage you or didn't encourage you or educate you about your menstrual cycle or the weighing scales that it will go up and down and the other thing is that the habit the behavior is understanding why you do things why we emotionally eat like we all emotionally eat but some people will use emotionally eat as a crutch because that's how they the food has been the one constant in their life and that's what they use so other people have loved and left but food has always been there so when we it's been created somewhere from childhood even you think about it when you're a kid what's the thing that's given to you you're given comfort through breast milk if you're breastfed so you've you, you've been taught that when you cry you get food that response is created that feedback loop is in your brain and then when we're maybe a kid grief trauma something else is either the food is deprived from us and we try to eat it in secret or the food is deprived from us and then we go and get it ourselves or the food is given to us when we're good and taken away from us when we're bad so we attach these languages to things so before we start any weight loss journey i would probably identify your barriers and that's the first place i would start it's all very well wanting to lose weight it really is people like when people say i want to lose weight it's like that's not a big enough goal but you need to think about what has happened in the past have a think about why you may have gained weight in the first place the reasons can range from illness it can range from medication it can be income it can be lifestyle it can be something's happened grief trauma some are easier to overcome than others but understanding what you can change can ultimately bring more clarity and control to your actual thoughts about things Look at your motivations or reflect on them as number two. Think about your reasons for change, your why. Why do you want to lose weight? Is it for health? Is it for family? Is it to be around for your kids? Is it confidence? Your motivations for change are personal. You don't need to share them, just think about them yourselves. And for you, for and a person, nothing is too big or too small. Some people find it really really helpful to actually write it out so they can see it in black and white or whatever pen cutter you write in and then you can see them and then you can look at them on the challenge days or those lower days that i've spoken about as a reminder for yourself like i know one of my clients has her goals as a screensaver on her phone i didn't tell her to do that but it helps her saying right what can i do today I can go for a walk, I can drink a liter, I can drink some water, or I can go to bed. There are three things that she has saved on her phone. And those three things, if she ticks off two or three of those, she's won the day. And what happens is a domino effect. Once she's nailed those, something else happens. Now that might sound so simple and so silly, but it helps her to be accountable to herself. It helps her to be, to keep her motivated. She knows her why. Other clients will use photos of their kids as their why on their desktop or on their phone. And that will be their why. So every time they don't feel like doing something, they'll pick up their phone and say, right, that's the reason why. And that will help them to get up. Because an awful lot of people will look at a kind of motivation as a way of kind of like only how they look. They don't know the intrinsic. So the extrinsic is how you look. The intrinsic is what it means to you internally. Most people only focus on what they look. They don't focus enough on what they need to do to get to the outcome. Like if you're saving money, say you need to save a thousand euro a month or twelve thousand euro a year, you know that right. Twelve thousand a year, that's I don't know, a thousand a month. So you know you need to save a thousand a month to get to that goal, or two hundred and fifty quid a week in order to get to your goal, and that will help you. But too many people are like, well, I want to lose five pounds. 
Well, what are you going to do to get to those five pounds? I don't know. Well, what can you do? What can you do today? Well, I can get a food shop in. I can aim for three regular meals, two or three snacks today. So if you do those, or I can go for a walk. If you got two of those three in, you'll fly it. And if you do that, repeat that over two or three times. In, in If you repeat that for two or three weeks, I guarantee things will change for you. But you also need to consider the outcomes. Look at fear in the eyes. Like Imagine it's right in front of you. And think of the important outcomes of your actual journey. What does success look like for you? And also, more importantly, what will happen if you fail? By acknowledging the worst case scenario, you're already taking control of your fear. Take it one step at a time and take it one step further and start planning for these possible, possible outcomes. Well, both positive and negative. And how will you celebrate your successes? How will you navigate the situations that you fear? And if you look at that step-by-step action plan, you'll feel fully in control. So lay out what you need to do today or this week that is going to help you bring closer to your goal. Number four is really, really important. Accept that there isn't a best weight loss or a best diet for weight loss. So if you're starting a new way of eating with weight loss as your goal, try and find acceptance in the fact there is truly no one best diet. There isn't. They all work. They all work because they create a deficit. But the difference between the ones that really work and keep us where we want to go, give or take, are the ones that direct us around and working with behaviours and habits. Each and every one of us is different. Meaning that we'll respond to food in our own way. Starting a new approach to eating will take time. It will take this whole way approach to eating will will only help to find you and understand yourself that little bit more but we also need to realize that you can't ultimately fail food food isn't an exam you don't go and get graded c minus every single week when we overeat there's a lesson there not a shame lesson where you get beaten with a stick of shame it's a lesson saying, right, what happened there? What got, what went on there? Oh, I was tired. Okay, so why was I tired? Well, I didn't really sleep great last night. Okay, so what can I do better to improve my sleep? Or I'm very stressed this afternoon. So I overate this evening. So what can I do to help myself with my stress? Well, I might be able to talk to my partner. Or I might be able to just go for a walk to help myself. Or I might just take, I might finish up early. Or I might just cut off my phone. So that's a coping mechanism change. That's a behavior why you do something and then it's a habit afterwards. Remember, the most effective diet for weight loss isn't the most popular one on the internet. It isn't the one that cuts out the most amount of food out. It isn't the one that cuts out bread. It isn't the one that cuts out sugar. It isn't the one that cuts out fat. It isn't the one that cuts out carbs. It isn't the one that cuts out chocolate or biscuits. Like Jenny, what the hell food is left? It's the one that suits your body. It's the one that suits your lifestyle. It's the one that helps to get you to your goal, your budget, and the one that helps you and nurtures you. Take your time. As much as I'd love to say weight loss doesn't happen overnight, it doesn't. Weight loss is a series of unspectacular events and will take longer than you actually want to accept. That's me being 100% brutally honest. 
But health, building healthier habits and maintaining weight will take time. But it's going to take shorter than maybe the 10, 15, 20, 30 years that you may have been struggling with things. So if you look at it, what you've done so far, it's going to take less time than that. And that's been against the wrong, that's the wrong ladder against the wrong wall with the wrong approach. And while that quick fix or fad diet or whatever you may be going for can be really, really tempting, be prepared to probably that it's going to take longer or add on a good six months onto what you think it's going to be. And that's me being 100% honest. I know I'm fully aware I have the female fat loss program, which is six weeks, but it's not one of these miracle programs that is going to fix everything for you. Yes, it will get you to the basic understanding of where you want to go in the six weeks, but it's not going to get someone to lose 30 kg in six weeks, which sometimes is the answer that people want or the fix that they feel they need. And we know that it's, I know that it's, this sounds like a long, long time, but when you're living a healthier, happier spending your fucks where you want to and you've got your brain power your mental bandwidth your mental health down the line in a shorter time frame than you've had maybe it's taken you 10 20 30 years to go to where you want to go and that's not the place where you want to be maybe six months nine months is quite short a time compared to that so we also need to look at actually redefining failure so how we define failure can have a huge impact and a huge effect on how we perceive our actions like a health and fitness journey can, especially one that involves weight, is full of highs and lows. It's having a day off. It's maybe having a day where you overeat. It may be that you're having a maintenance week. It might be that you're miss a day in the gym. It, that doesn't mean that you failed. It doesn't. It means you've probably listened to your body and found flexibility in your lifestyle and you're living by your life and your values. Yes, there are times where you're going to need to weigh it up and say, right, is this adding to my values? Or is this adding to my life? Or is this bringing me closer to my goal? Yes, there are those. You will have to weigh that up. But enjoying that break, enjoying those things, enjoying that chocolate, enjoying those carbs, without feeling guilty, and having a plan and exit strategy after that weekend away or that trip away is where a a decent coach comes in, where someone can teach you that. But if you're in this, I restrict all my way through the week in order to outdo or undo everything on the weekend where I can't reset, that's not going to aid you. And keep doing the same thing over and over again. That's what's failing you. The idea that you need to restrict after a weekend or that I need to undo anything. You're not undoing anything if your mindset hasn't changed. You're doing the same thing that you do majority of the time, which is restrict overeat cycle that you're in. So being able to enjoy food without food guilt, being able to understand why and what you need, being able to understand your values, being able to understand why you do things, your habits, behaviors, they're all definitions of success. But unfortunately, too many people, because the fitness industry has taught you and the diet industry has taught you that the only definition of success is where that piece of plastic on the floor is goes up or down. Unfortunately, that's the way it's been brought up. But if you bring in other metrics like your adherence levels, your sleep, how you feel in your clothes, your confidence, your sex life, your your how you feel, your cholesterol levels, your your BMI, your how your measurements are going, your progress pictures, all these variables. They may not be sexy, but they're better variables than just relying on the scales. How to kind of change this whole thing? And during a weight loss journey, you could start a food diary. Write down and look at what food makes you feel. Look at maybe counting calories. 
but a food diary really does help it makes you visualize what you're doing daily it makes you spot those triggers it makes you spot those patterns in your food choices that you're picking in the evening because you're not eating enough during the day maybe that you don't have any protein in the morning and you're starving at around 12 o'clock but journaling is known as a tool to help people to manage their mental health to manage their goals and that's one valuable tool that I will say to clients that start a mood and food journal or a food diary if they don't want to track. Most of my clients don't track. Set small achievable goals. Look at small achievable goals to where you want to go. Don't only set that your goal is to lose weight. That's not a big enough goal. But let small actionable steps that are going to bring you to where you want to go. Track your habits. Have you been consistent for two weeks? Maybe you want to go to for a walk three times in your first week do that for two weeks or else another one is have you maybe you want to increase your vegetables maybe you want to have or want to have more water and you're trying to get two liters of water in each day well maybe if you track it for two weeks and see right have i got two liters of water for 80 percent of the time if you have bring in another tactic that you can bring in set yourself up for success the, there will be bumps in the road. There will be life that ramps up when there are unfortunate bereavements, when there's grief, when there's the kids are sick. But people, the, 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 there will be days where you don't want to do things. There will be low days. But the, the days that are low or the days that don't go according to plan are the days that, you, that are going to bring you closer to where you want to go. It's not only these good days. It's the days that you are lower. The good days are few and far between. I've never had anyone that's had a straight line of progress in 12, 16, 6 months, whatever it may be. Maybe it's getting off a bus, the bus earlier, going for a walk at your lunch. Maybe it's adding a little bit more vegetables into your dinner. Maybe it's going to bed a little bit earlier. Maybe it's setting a limit on when you look at your phone. Start off with the right information. Do a social media audit and get rid of the twats that are not adding to your life. That's where I would start. First thing I would start. And we need to look at that. We're, like It can be easy to feel frustrated. It can be easy to be down on ourselves. We feel discouraged. It's not easy to lose weight. It's not easy to get in shape. Yes, the ideas of it and the ideology of it is easy to get your head around. But we need to look at what health we need to look at what failure is like we've been preconditioned to think that success in diet and exercise means attaining perfection for a very long time and that couldn't be further from the truth you won't don't need to be perfect to succeed just because you're struggling doesn't mean you're failing just because you're asking for help doesn't mean you're failing and lapses are not personal failure they're just part of the journey it's understanding why this happens understanding why we do it this way Big lifestyle changes aren't easy to make up and keep up with. If they were, no one would have a weight problem. No one would have an eating problem. No one would have an exercise. No one would struggle with negative feelings about themselves. Their exercise problem. No one would struggle with time. No one would struggle with procrastination. No one would struggle with anything really. So progress isn't linear. It's like your heart rate. It goes up and down. So what people think success is, it goes up in a straight line. What really success looks like is a big curly, wiggly line. So think about it this way. Even if it's an uphill battle, you're still going up. Long-term change usually involves a few steps forward and backwards to go forward again. 
Think of when you're like a kid, when you're learning how to walk. You fall, you get back up. You fall, you get back up. Change is a process. It is not an event. It can be really, really helpful to reframe your negative thoughts and experiences into a positive. Instead of thinking, I tried 50 times and failed. Next time I say tried 50 times and learned. Next time I said, I tried every single diet on the sun and I failed every time I'm a failure. Well, we're saying, well, I've tried, I've tried a lot of other things, but I haven't found the one way for me that will get success. See, there's no shame. There's no guilt attached to it. Failure means learning. It's not trial and error. Not trial and error. It's trial and learning. Think about it when you've made a mistake at work. It probably won't happen again, but you don't beat yourself up for it. And you think about it this way. Are you actually failing? For example, being obsessed with the scale is a massive mis- mistake that a lot of people make. But it's been taught to you, so it's the only way you think about it. But the scale often isn't the best measure of progress. It isn't the better, best measure of fat loss. The scales doesn't measure fat loss. It measures weight loss. But it only measures where you are at that one moment in time. It doesn't give you the longer, bigger picture of your adherence levels, your improved relationship with food, how you're feeling in your clothes. Focus on what you've done to get there. Look at where you are. Have you done everything you possibly could? And if you have, oh, I've been good for one week. No, you haven't been good for one week. You've probably been restrictive. Why hasn't gone down after one week or why has it gone down after two weeks? Look at your approach. Have you been adherent? Have you had regular meals? Have you slept well? Have you, are you stressed? Have you gone for your walks? It's really, really important that you give up and critical that you give up that all or nothing thinking. Often we think that exercise and nutrition means working out for an hour or hitting the weight room. Or that healthy eating means being on that diet that the magazine article or social media influencer with the big arse promoted. And then we can't keep that up. We feel defeated. You're not a failure. You just need a different tactic that's some, and, and someone that tailors something for you. So stop being a dick to yourself. So it'll be a little bit kinder to yourself. You wouldn't talk to yourself. You wouldn't let your kids talk to themselves the way they're talking to themselves, to the way you're talking to yourself right now. But they're learning from you. They listen. They hear these conversations. So if you're feeling that you need to make a few changes, think small. Find an exercise that you enjoy doing. Do some walking. I've parked the gym for the last little while just to do some walking and to focus on getting fitter. Don't make exercise about losing weight. Make it about getting stronger. Make it about getting that your core is getting stronger. Make it more that you're looking to get definition in your in yourself. And that you're being a sense of achievement. But exercising to lose weight isn't a thing. It's a negative action that you are attaching to things. Start with something small. Don't restrict. Don't go for a fad diet. Aim for regular meals. Look at your environment. Is there loads and loads of food that is in the house that you need to look at? Is there more fruit on the whole table or the kitchen table, should I say? Is your phone in your room? Are you journaling? How is your sleep? How is your stress? Maybe you need to work with a coach. Maybe you need to work with a dietitian. And if you do, click on the link in the show notes. Define your why. Don't rely on willpower. Don't rely on the scales. It'll do what it wants. 
when you have a weekend or when it hasn't gone right or you've overeaten realize that you're human it happens the inability to accept that you're human is what perfection is it's not a thing to barrage or berate yourself with focus on one meal win the next meal just get back to what you have it in get a food shop in patience is the key it will take longer than you want there's no one secret to it but i can assure you the method that you probably are using right now is all about restriction it's all or nothing but it isn't working for you it's kind of like saying you're happy with having all the money but you're also have happy with having no money that's essentially what all or nothing mindset is it's all in or no in but that's not working for you it's protecting you it's protecting you from figuring out why these thoughts are with you why these belief system habits are there it's protecting you from the person you actually want to become and deserve that you want to become it's protecting you from actually trying it's protecting you from that inner voice and dialogue that you have it's protecting you from what other people you think other people are thinking it's protecting you from the judgment it's f- protecting you from comments it's protecting you from looking silly in the gym it's protecting you but it, you have to ask yourself is it serving you the best so hopefully you've enjoyed this episode if you have please click on the link in the show notes leave a review up on itunes pop us a dm and if you want to sign up for the female follows program click a link in the show notes or if you want to work with me on a one-to-one coaching click a link in the show notes as well so hopefully you've enjoyed this episode and Apologies for all the rants.